0: Theitspot.com. Don't call it a comeback.
1: I've been here for years. I'm rocking my peers. Put so much fear. Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom. <laughs> what kind of clever drunk you take me for? On the clever one, nor the potato one. Sh- no, I'm not drunk, madam, but you give me an idea. A very bad habit.
0: Listening to air out my shorts
2: with pressing buttons and the word horn. Hello, hello, hello. 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 Oh, there, hello. there you hello. are.
0: There you are. There we go. As it warms up, I forgot to turn on the preamp.
2: Ah, uh, I don't even know what that is.
0: It's the thing that uh, makes me sound a lot better than you.
2: Oh. That's hardly fair. I don't have any cheater devices.
0: Was I using my new router last time? No,
2: I told you to get one.
0: Okay, so I did.
2: In fact, I insisted. (laughs) I gave you a long list of things that you must get.
0: So this this is running through a closed door this time, and it seems fine.
2: Excellent. I'm glad you did that. Yay! Yay! And I'm sure it'll have other uses beyond this show.
0: <laughs> oh, I haven't had any internet drops. So yes, it just, it's been quite nice.
2: Well, that's very good news. And as you already know, I had to fork out money for yet another error. My shorts phone number. Skype gave it away. I was really upset.
0: Why? Because it wasn't used for ages?
2: I didn't get the renewal notice. Oh. So, so they just redistributed it. So someone out there in the world has our 30576 shows number, and I hope they're being plagued with really, really weird calls. <laughs> that would make me so happy. But that's unlikely because hardly anyone ever used it. It's it's just sad that every episode to date has that number in it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, on that note, our new phone number is 305-600-5832. That is 305-600-5832, as in it spells absolutely nothing. And trust me, I tried. I I tried so hard.
0: I thought I spelled something with it.
2: Oh, it was Kuda. K-U-D-A.
0: Oh, Kuda. Yes. As in, uh, could have been a contender.
2: <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. I I spent a stupid amount of time trying to find one that spelled something that would work for us, and then I went. You know what? Spelled numbers are a pain in the ass anyway because it's a pain in the butt. Mm. Anyway, it's. I'm I'm still a little upset, but. It did give me an excuse to make people call, and we did get some calls, which you put on last episode.
0: Yes, it was nice uh, actually hearing some some of those voices.
2: Agreed. Both very, of those voices. Both of those voices, very much so. And um, what the heck is going on with iTunes? You posted the episode yesterday, and it's still not on iTunes.
0: Yeah, it's on iTunes.
2: It's not on mine.
0: Uh, look at the bottom. <laughs> Uh, why?
2: Why would it be at the bottom? It,
0: well, it isn't now. Uh, resubscribe. It was for like two minutes. The uh, date was wrong on it.
2: Oh.
0: And I fixed it. So. <gasps> okay. So.
2: If I delete it, it'll come back in the right order. Yes. Good. So
0: anyone who happened to have their iTunes open at that time, that's probably the situation. But anyone else, it wouldn't affect. And it's maybe a window of let's say half an hour.
2: Okay, so I should put that on the Facebook page at some point because I know I was not the only one who, I mean, I knew, I saw it come up on airupmyshorts.com, so I couldn't mm-hmm. understand why it wasn't in my iTunes. Anyway, so that's that. I will delete it and hopefully it will come back in the right order because I'm sure it's a peach. <laughs>
0: <laughs> one of the finest episodes.
2: Mm. Aren't they all, though? Aren't they all?
0: Did I tell you that we were playing Dungeons & Dragons? I don't know. if
2: You told me that offline when I was trying to pick a new recording day of the week. You told me that was your conflict for Monday nights, which I thought you were completely making up. <laughs> I mean, I know you played 30 years ago. yes. So you really and truly are playing Dungeons and Dragons once a week?
0: Yeah, well, no, once every two weeks. And it usually goes on a Sunday, Monday, or a Tuesday. It's just Uh, with five, trying to schedule five people, it's hard enough to get those days solid. So anyway, the the only thing is, is that actually one of them bailed a little while ago. And now a second person has actually uh, said that they can't commit the time to it. Right. Uh, which kind of sucks. So now there's we're down to three players and five characters, uh, so we have to do something about that. But yes, I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons for the past couple of years almost.
2: I really thought it was just another unbelievably ridiculous excuse for not recording a show, and I just wrote it off as a joke.
0: It uh, It would it seem was... like a joke.
2: <laughs> well, I, you know, there have been times in the past when you've said, I can't, I'm washing my hair or something like that. So that's how I took it as a complete blow off, sort of a a fuck you. So um, did you pick it up again right away? Was it like a bicycle?
0: Well, f- f- let's just start at the beginning here. There's um, a guy that uh, was a regular at a bar that we were uh, regulars at, and he's uh, like an Uber nerd. He... he- He's a what? An uber nerd. And we, um, <clears throat> uh, at some point when we were talking, uh, Dungeons & Dragons came up. And uh, and not only did he used to play it, but he currently plays it with, with people. And so um, Mrs. Buttons was actually curious. Uh, what happened was, I, I don't know, I was rifling through stuff at home. Uh, one day, and I pulled out all this old D and D stuff that I had and showed it to her because uh, she always said, "No, I didn't play Dungeons and Dragons. I was popular." So uh, uh, I believe
2: that was my answer twenty years ago as well.
0: And so, uh, but when she saw all the stuff, she was actually interested. So we we talked about it for ages uh, with this guy. Uh finally we just, like, you know, we said, oh, we should play someday, you know, because I haven't done it in, in decades and Mrs. Buttons is curious. And uh, then finally just one day we said, hey, let's set a date.
2: So, uh-huh, she's die curious. <laughs> uh, uh-huh.
0: I see what you did there.
2: I'm so witty. Jeez, I would have said whatever sided die if I actually knew the lingo, but I couldn't remember how many sides the die have.
0: Uh there's well there's many different ones.
2: Um, I remember Simon saying dodecahedron a lot, but I didn't know if that it was D and D related yes. or do, it was just one of his favorite words. He'd yell it for no reason. Yeah, that's <laughs>
0: not, actually not where he got it from, but the but the it actually came from another offhand comment that I don't really particularly remember. But uh, but the principal die that you use in Dungeons and Dragons is a dodecahedron.
2: There was a brief time in the early '90s when noisy Chinese neighbor, uh, Tom, the other Mountie, and Mumblebee were living in that house in Mrs. Sausage
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, that we talked about playing. It just never happened. I think we, oh, and see uh, Chan. All of us were into it, but when they found out that I'd never played before, it it fell apart. They just didn't think they had the patience to teach. so we ended up playing a lot of poker instead
0: and video games
2: um well this is how long ago it was the game we were playing at the time was on a mac black and white uh it was the one before the classic the The one that the one that we kept talking about turning into a goldfish bowl we had graph paper all over the floor of tom's room I know it was something about finding a key. It was a maze or something. I wish I could remember the name of the game.
0: Was it like a text-based game?
2: Not quite, but it might as well have been for how rudimentary the graphics were. Oh, damn. It was some sort of dungeon key finding quest thing. (laughs) And, oh, and we had... um, Whatever the game system was that we played, Sub-Zero wins.
0: Oh, yeah, that was Mortal Kombat. That yes. was on the Sega.
2: Yes, we played a lot of that. But, yeah, the failed D&D idea turned into a lot of poker. Because they didn't have to teach me that. Well, I'm glad you're doing it. I think it sounds fun. I just don't like that you're putting it on a Tuesday, potentially. It is fun. Tuesday is definitely my best, best, best recording window.
0: Uh, what shit? What do we call Mrs. Did you did you name my last wife off? Uh, yes, uh,
2: she's Ms. Holloway.
0: Holloway. Yeah. Um.
2: I named her after the Madman character. Okay. Because I, th- I think she looks a lot like her.
0: Miss Holloway is uh getting married. I know this. It's madness.
2: I know. I know.
0: And uh, we and had...
2: And she, she started the world's most annoying Facebook group message that everyone's responding to so I'm getting contact information for total strangers for every five minutes of every day.
0: Oh, I don't know what that is. Clearly I didn't join.
2: Um, I didn't join it either. It's just notifying me every time someone responds to it.
0: Yeah, you can change that, you know.
2: Uh, I just thought it was rude to leave the group. <laughs> Cause I'm so polite.
0: Um, we went to Korean barbecue, which is delicious all you can eat meat. Mm. Uh, with uh, Ms. Holloway and uh, future Mr. Holloway. That was fun. We end up back here and uh, some other people end up uh, dropping by. I yeah, have never right. met him. No you haven't.
2: Do you like the fella? Is, yes. he good, is he good enough for our former wife? Yes. Okay.
0: He's a good egg.
2: Good. That's important. We do need to call her at some point.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: She was a great guest. I really enjoyed her phone calls.
0: Wasn't Ooh. there only one?
2: I think there were two. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Um, oh, I had some other news. What the heck was it?
0: I don't really have anything. Although I did uh one night. Uh this is only remarkable in the sense that uh I at some point, I guess maybe a year or two ago saw the haunting in Connecticut and it was terrible and mm-hmm. then somehow forgot and so
1: did we it started, again.
0: We started <laughs> watching it and made it to about 20 minutes in and I'm like this is that shit movie that's before. It's all fitting into place now. Man, what a terrible piece of crap that was. And uh, talk about suspension of disbelief. They move into this like haunted house where the disturbed um, or uh, uh, cancer-dying son gets drawn to the basement and he decides he wants that to be his bedroom. The thing is, is the, the basement is subdivided. By a wooden and glass wall mm-hmm. that you can't see through, but they can't open the door. It's a, it, they it won't uh, won't open. Now apparently there's been you know the house has a history, so people do find it disturbing. The thing is, is that the finally the door opens for this guy, and he goes in, and it used to be a funeral home. So they mm-hmm. bomb people and I guess some weird shit went on or whatever, but the whole premise is that there's this mysterious r- room That's behind some fucking wood and glass that they should have taken down. I don't know At least 60 years before this <laughs> family ever moved in right because people have been living in this place it just so, uh, so
2: no one no one thought to take the wall down in yeah, all that time.
0: and get rid of all the stuff. which by the way, I mean, if you're renting out this fucking house because you need the money, maybe you want to sell the many thousands of dollars of old medical equipment that's in the other <laughs> side of it.
2: Not a lot of logic there.
0: No, ridiculous. I hated it. I hated that movie. I don't even remember the rest of it, but it was coming back to me as I was watching. It. Shit.
2: So I assume you didn't sit all the way through it. The second No, went... no,
0: no, no, no. I <laughs> good. Turned it
2: <laughs> Good.
0: Uh, I was so frustrated. It put me in a terrible mood because I was, in, mm-hmm. I was in the mood for seeing a like a good creepy horror movie, mm-hmm. uh, of which there are very, very few. Uh, Great. And I like I like horror you know I'm not big into slasher things but I'm anything that's done well and even a lot of stuff that isn't done well I still enjoy but actually genuine genuinely creepy horror movies are few and far between and I was kind of hoping I'd read some stuff you know that said this was scary and clearly I forgot that it wasn't right uh, but but it actually it ruined my night because I was in such a, I think it was even a dark and stormy night here. Mm-hmm. And we, we curled up on uh, on your couch to. Uh, <laughs>
2: that sounds so weird.
0: To, uh, to watch it. Only to find that. Let's
2: curl to- up on the word horror's couch. Did you guys ever do um, American Horror Show? Or American, American uh, Horror Story? Uh, we watched
0: two seasons of it.
2: They're quite good. Yes. If uh, If you need season three, Cheese Grater has it. She mm-hmm. gave it to me the last time she was here.
0: Yeah, those weren't bad.
2: I quite enjoyed it. I mean, it's not scary, scary, but it has moments.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I need to run to the kitchen for three seconds because my oven time is about to go off. Give me give me a sec. I won't be long enough for you to sing a whole song to the people. Okay. But, but you can try.
0: But I can't be arsed. Aha! Actually, maybe I'll
2: pee while I'm gone, so keep going.
0: Well I was gonna do an Alan Partridge an Alan Partridge impression. Uh, which I'm sure uh, would make anyone from Britain cringe. So I'm not gonna bother. The uh, the story about Miss Holloway coming over and us going to a Korean barbecue and eating all you can eat meat Came as a note slid under the door from Mrs. Buttons because I was asking her What the hell did we do in the last couple of weeks? So I noticed this piece of paper and I read it Hello Hello
2: I have the most adorable precious little individual sized shepherd's pies in the oven They are precious Cute as hell I love my ramekins. I don't know how I lived without them.
0: Uh, we are actually going to be having um, pot roast and mashed mm. potatoes tonight. But it's, it's um, pot roast in a bag.
2: You told me about that and I still can't find it.
0: Did I give you the name of it? Uh, it's like you, 44th you, Street or something like that. I don't know. You but said
2: it's, you tried <clears throat> to find it again and you couldn't
0: uh well they carry it at a couple of places around here that's right because it was only at the kitchen table or whatever and it wasn't actually in in the supermarkets
2: maybe it's a canadian company and now it is though so okay
0: um but uh but yeah we're having that and it's amazing how it's it's really really good
2: pot roast in a bag
0: And uh, it is wonderful.
2: I can smell my shepherd's pie. It smells so good. Anyway, we should probably read a story. Oh, wait. Did I recommend Happy Valley to you?
0: Um, I don't know. Did you?
2: For your Netflix uh, watch list?
0: Oh, Happy Valley. Uh,
2: I I have a scribble down on a piece of paper that says recommend Happy Valley to Buttons. So I must have thought you'd really like it.
0: I think I watched. I I don't think that you told me about it. I think I watched uh, one episode in my own accord. Oh. Cops' daughter is dead.
2: Um. Guy
0: being released from jail.
2: Yes. Yes. Or
0: yes. Yeah, I was kind of like yeah, on it on the really? first episode at least.
2: Oh, I quite liked it. I really enjoyed it. I am balls deep in MI five. I'm sure you watched that years ago.
0: No, actually, I never did. I've seen. Oh my
2: god, parts of I love it. Before. Highly recommend. Hmm. Hugh Laurie shows up for a couple of episodes.
0: Pardon?
2: I said Hugh Laurie shows up for a couple of episodes. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Using his actual proper voice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what talking like this? Yeah.
2: Is- <laughs> In his real voice, he—he's. He, I've decided he's the reverse Madonna. He,
0: in, in his—he's he, uh, suddenly real running voice? around.
2: He's suddenly running around pretending he's American, which it, it makes no sense to me at all.
0: Is re- his real voice or his Fry and Laurie voice.
2: His Fry and Laurie voice. I consider that his real voice.
0: Um.
2: It always will be. But uh, he is one of, I think I've probably said this on the show more than once, he is is possibly the only man on the planet who's sexier with an American accent. And that shouldn't be possible. (laughs) But as Dr. House, he was wicked sexy. But I told you that he went on a talk show around the end of House MD, and he was using an American accent for the interview, and I got really mad and turned it off.
0: That's weird, because I've seen him before and he didn't do that.
2: It's incredibly weird. And nobody asked him about it, which made me even more angry.
0: Maybe he's just used to doing it.
2: No, I'm thinking maybe he heard me say he's sexier with an American accent.
0: Well, that could be, too.
2: Right? I have that much power. People take what I say to heart. So I've ruined him. (laughs) That's all. Let's read a story. I found something in the mailbag called The Turn of the Spoo. Spew. Spoo. Tat!
0: The Turn of the Spoo.
2: Spew. I have the email that goes with it, but not the name of the author.
0: Uh Uh-oh. A note to all people submitting stories, please have that on the actual document. Like the That's turn helpful, of the skew yeah. by such and such.
2: Yes, because often if they send it as a Word document attachment, the two pieces get separated. We yes. no longer know who wrote it or when. I see the word whore's appeal for stories and I provide. I guess, um, how is Norman holding up? I'll assume he's doing fine. Otherwise, he would have phoned me by now. He's quite precious, isn't he? Why, the fun we used to have. He'd lay his little eggs all around the place, and I'd find them before they could hatch. And I'd say, Norman, my dear fly, just how is it that a boy fly can lay eggs? And he'd smile his secret smile and buzz away. Ah, good times. I miss him so much. Sniffle. Anyway, this story was inspired by the plot plunger. Oh, should I read the plunge before or after the story? I don't know. Uh, The plot plunge is... I guess,
0: no, 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 no. You should read it after, yeah.
2: After, okay. Okay, and I'm missing this fellow's name. Do you have it? Not that I can see. Oh, no. Damn it. I'll have to put it in and post or something. Shit. Well, that's not nice. And the story's called The Turn of the Spew by... Insert author name here.
0: Ooh, said Gaspacho, flopping down in the chair. He felt like death warmed up. Warmed up?
2: Yeah, shouldn't it be warmed over?
0: Up, over. Nothing was working out for him lately. Maxim had yelled at him in front of the entire sideshow after his performance earlier that afternoon.
2: How does a magazine yell at you?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Some of those, uh, some of those covers, uh, scream to me, though.
2: They still never called me. Nah. You're out, gazpacho, he'd screamed. Spittle sprayed in a fine mist, lighting up in an incongru- <laughs>
1: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs>
2: incongruous <laughs> rainbow against the neon lights of the vans i can't have my people vomiting all over the customers what the hell were you playing at some sort of hypnotism trick explain
0: sorry maxim he panted his stomach felt like someone was scraping it clean from the inside with a wire brush it wasn't my fault i and there he went again all over maxim's shoes You didn't need to be Gazpacho the Incredible to read what Maxim was thinking.
2: Gaspacho, get out of my sight. Wait, what the hell is that? Maxim pointed at something in the gently steaming pool of chunks. Oh, my God, I'm mm. going to throw up. I'm going to throw up reading this. Something that wasn't a chunk. Something that was in point of fact long and white and wriggling. Oh, uh, sorry, Maxim. Gaspacho quickly squelched the tapeworm. I'll pack up my stuff and be out of your hair by the morning. Oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> I'm, I'm really feeling a little nauseous.
0: I kind of want to shoot this, actually.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, you should. This would make a great movie.
0: It's sort of up oh, my uh but it's, it's in it's my wheelhouse.
2: Of, it's kind of Layer of the White Worm on a micro. Microcosmic scale.
0: <laughs> a microcosmic?
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, you know what I meant.
0: So there he was, those goddamn tapeworms. Those goddamn tapeworms. Uh, I like how Italian you. I,
2: I was just going to say, you're, you're stereotyping and making <laughs> you sound like Mario Brothers. Yes. That's a good pizza pie.
0: Uh, why, oh why did he decide to holiday on safari in the middle of deepest, darkest, most infestedest? if that was even a word. No, it's not. Africa.
2: Say it again?
0: Infestedest. I my the most infestedest. The most infestidest.
2: I like it. I'll take it.
0: It had been a year now, and he couldn't rid of the things. He tried every medicine from every doctor in the country, and every quack remedy... He could dig up on the internet, but no matter what he did, the tapeworms just
2: laughed and laughed and laughed and wriggled and partied on. My brain went on a tangent after you did the Italian accent. I knew an Italian man named Fabio, and I accidentally called him Flabio, and he yelled at me, "You are wearing Freud's slip) <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good one.
2: It was during the time we had stopped doing shows, and I remember scribbling it down, saying, "If we ever ever record again, I have to tell you that story, because it was so ridiculous that it." That's
0: awesome. <laughs> was the
2: and he wasn't even trying to be funny. Oh, he was really, No, you are wearing Freud's slip, but in his heavy Italian accent,
0: his heavy stereotype accent,
2: and it totally. And I also felt really guilty that, that he was, well, you know, if he'd used the right lingo, he, he he was right. I called him Flabio, and it was a Freudian slip. Anyway, but it wasn't Freud's slip. Um, <laughs> And I'm sorry for interrupting the story. Did you just land at the tapeworms, just laughed and wriggled and partied on? Yes,
0: as a matter of fact, I did.
2: Party on, worm. Being a mind reader isn't easy, you know. Even if you're not really reading minds, you still have to concentrate. Concentrate on what the mark or customer is saying, what they're not saying, what they want you to say, and how they're feeling.
0: I just had like an internal burp.
2: I heard it, so it wasn't very internal.
0: It didn't. Well, it happened in in my chest kind of thing without actually coming out of me.
2: That hurts, but I, I think did it means I'm hungry. It. Usually it's heartburn, so you shouldn't.
0: Yeah, you shouldn't no, no, it's not, it not it's you're... not, it's not heartburn. Mm. No, believe me, I get plenty of that.
2: Are you drinking alcohol on an empty stomach? No. Nope. Oh, because that would do that. Um, yeah. Speaking mm. of which, I don't hear any damn ice cubes.
0: So that's melted.
2: Oh. Um. Oh,
0: sorry. Where were, okay. Where were you? But
2: I'm at. But if you're a tapeworm-infested mind reader, baby, you got problems. Concentrating on pathetic Auntie Kathy with a tapeworm burning laser holes in your gut is difficult. Maybe you have a tapeworm. Maybe that's why you're belching internally.
0: I'd look much fitter if I did.
2: You this... wouldn't be. You wouldn't be so flabio. No. Flabtastic. <laughs> this
0: afternoon, he literally couldn't hold it any longer. Now, his so-called career was in ruins. He had just about two weeks' rent left, and that only if he didn't eat. Not that eating was appealing when you were... Not that eating was appealing when you were eating for 5000 There was only one person left in his life who was even more wretched than he was. Merlene, the ex-wife. What's worse than a mind-reader who peeks on the clients? A snake-charmer who keeps killing her snakes. He told her that her snakes were carnivorous, but she'd insisted that that was a poor joke. Yes, Gaspacho, I know, we're carnies. And tried to feed them lettuce instead. Who the hell can live on lettuce? Anyway, after she lost a fifth one, he lost his patience. She left and took her basket with her. <gasps> and scene.
2: That was a long paragraph. Mm-hmm. He picked up the phone. It was dead. Oh, yes, Bill's. Well, at least he could (sighs) clean up and then go for a walk. An hour later, he arrived at Merlene's apartment, only to find her crying on the steps. Merlene, what's wrong? He said and sat down beside her, evicted, couldn't pay the rent. I haven't eaten in three days. What am I going to do? As it happens, Merlene, I think we can help each other. I sense <laughs> bum, bum.
0: I sense a, a punchline at the end of this.
2: Oh, I hope so. And I am trying to quietly locate the name of the author while you read the next part.
0: Gaspacho used his last remaining pocket money so they could both catch a bus back to his place. He left behind a wriggling white calling card. Merlene, we need to partner again. I have a plan. Uh, First, you're going to come back. You can't take the spare room. You know what? You
2: you do not do a very good, even stereotypical Italian accent.
0: We are missing that grand vocal uh, talent of uh, Scott from TTN. Mm Mm-hmm. You can take the spare room, and Gaspacho began to outline his idea. Six months later, life was sweet. Gaspacho and Merlene were in serious discussions with Maxim about buying out the sideshow. Maxim was holding out for more money. After all, business was booming. Ugh.
2: I need a volunteer from the crowd, Gaspacho beamed, and made a show of looking around. There was a likely customer, a disgusting old man in a dirty raincoat. Come on up, my good man. The man assumed the stage. Now, think about your darkest secrets, and I shall read your mind. A sly smile crept across the man's face. Gaspatio watched, intently concentrating, concentrating on the man's thoughts, Concentrating on the wriggling in his gut. The wriggling that was so...
0: A writhing mass of tapeworms ejected from Gazpacho's throat and splattered onto the stage. And Merlin
2: began to play. That's so gross. <laughs> That's so gross. It's so gross. Um, and the plot plunge is... Tapeworm infested mind reader rents a room to starving ex spouse to distinguish self. Yay! <laughs> oh my god, that's beautiful. That is I am, um I am absolutely thrilled and loving the stories that are coming out of the Plot Plunger plunges.
0: Yes, yes, they're quite well done.
2: That's a good plot plunge, too. It was a really good one.
0: Oh, well, it, that, that was. It is
2: written by ex parrot.
0: Ex parrots?
2: Ex parrot.
0: Ex parrot. Yes. As in mu- a former parrot.
2: Well, I think it's ex parrot as a joke instead of expatriate. Uh huh. No? Ex I don't know. But um, he must have blessed us with his writings before because the email that came with this implied he had previously sent us something about a fly named Norman.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had no idea what you were reading.
2: Well, uh, actually, well, that was the email that came with the story.
0: Yes, well, I assumed that, and it just didn't um, make any sense to me.
2: Well, <laughs> so I, don't know. I, think, I think he must have written something previously that said he was sending us his pet fly named Norman.
0: Oh, well, I'm sorry I don't remember that.
2: I sort of remember that he lived in a pencil sharpener, but I don't know why. Hmm. Is that weird? Did you just blow your nose on your sleeve like a farmer? <laughs> no. All right. On the floor. I, I, I say
0: sniff- I sniffed.
2: Sounded like a, a farmer um, blow. That's what a my mo- dad used to call it. You you plug one yeah. one nostril with your finger and then just on the floor or the ground. Hopefully not the floor. It's almost as gross as. Spewing up Italian tapeworms
0: Uh Uh-huh I am going to have to actually go help with the laundry fairly soon So we should do a phone call
2: Okay, that sounds good Um, I am going to dial a number right now And cross my fingers that someone answers that you can talk to Because I have to pee Mm -hmm. Big shocker. Um, Okay, so I'm going to talk my way through it again. Add person, add people, type in number. Oh, let's see if the birthday boy will actually answer this time. Happy birthday, Jamie Dean. Because it's his birthday, maybe he will answer.
0: I would be very surprised if he does.
1: Leave a message.
2: <laughs> nope, he's uh, not even. Happy
0: birthday, Dreamy Oh, Jean. I
2: I hung up already. Oh. Sorry.
0: Can I... oh. you hear the dishes rattling in the background?
2: How come she isn't doing the laundry?
0: Uh, well, she is sort of. Laundry and dishes and dinner.
2: Oh my! Except that
0: I have to. We we brought down. We haven't done laundry in like in two weeks, so there's many machines filled in the uh, laundry room.
2: <sighs> oh, I am sweating.
0: Shit. Maybe we'll get some more phone uh, phone messages and we can just I, play that next week.
2: Too. I really hope so.
1: Pressing buttons in the word, whore. Well, it's been a while. And I saw where you called earlier this week. we sorry. You know, call kind of floating out there in space a bit uh, outside of uh, cell reception range. I apologize for that. But it's not the... Uh, I'm going be getting some, uh, some new episodes from you guys. Keep it up. I'm enjoying it. Uh, you know, if I'm swinging back through this quadrant again, uh, feel free to give me a call. I'll certainly, uh, I'll certainly talk to you. Uh, but uh, until then, uh, testify, and, uh, and, and thanks for putting out some, for some more shows. I'm really enjoying it, all right? And I swear I'll get that money back to you sometime next week. I'm just a little short, okay? So, you know, don't send the guys.
2: Okay, so don't forget to call our audio comment line, our new and improved audio comment line, 305-600-5832. I don't know what's improved about it, but it is definitely new. Visit our website at www.the... Oh, no, I was going to go old school there and say the spot. That still works, though. It um, does work, yes. myshorts.com. That's ArrowMyShorts. Or
0: TheItSpot.com.
2: Dot com and play with the plot plunger. You just saw what, um, not saw, heard what magic it brought to your hungry ears from our lovely, dear old pal X, parrot.
0: Please send us uh, your stories. There, uh, I want to thank uh, Nobilis for getting the name out there. And oh yeah, uh, he's inspiring. been twittering.
2: He's been twittering like a motherfucker. He's
0: been tweeting like.
2: He's all a Twitter. Thank you, Nobilis. That was very kind of you. I also want to thank uh, Punky Radio for using the word whore wearing her Punky t-shirt as their Twitter avatar. That, <laughs> that brought back memories of a time when my waistline was slightly more um, what I think it is in my head. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I woke up this morning with a third eye blind zit in the middle of my forehead. It's the size of Texas. And it hurts like a motherfucker. And I, I'm starting to look like the guy from Mask. What's his name? <sighs> uh, seriously, it's really, really swollen and sore. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? I'm 4,000 years old. Why? What the fuck? Right.
0: It's probably something you did in a past life.
2: I can't blame everything on that. I must have been Hitler. It's getting ridiculous. Anyway, the, the reason I brought it up is um, the term clear skin has to be completely eradicated from all products and advertising and the whole English language. How, how did that start? I don't know. Well, don't you think it's disgusting, though? It's disgusting.
0: What? Clear skin?
2: Yes, think about it.
0: Like as in like the invisible man or invisible woman dolls that you got when you were a kid?
2: Yeah, it makes me think of the science dolls (laughs) where you can see all their innards. It's disgusting.
0: You know what's even better is that when you have one... Like when I grew up, we, we had one, except that it was missing parts and it was kind of like yellow. So it was really disgusting. It, it, was, uh, it was like, this is even worse than what you would look like if you had no skin.
2: What do you mean it was yellowed?
0: Oh, just with age, like, you know, because it's plastic and kind of yellowed or whatever. and belonged to one of my older siblings, so probably uh-huh. sat in a garage for a decade. I remember that when I was a kid. I was missing organs and stuff, too.
2: Ew! <laughs> I never had one. I just, every time I hear or read or see clear skin, that's what I think of. And I don't know who introduced that as as something you would want Hmm. and started putting it on
0: well you know there's more than one meaning anyway i seriously i have to run
2: i know. know me too i have to pee so bad i'm gonna wet my pants it was very nice talking to you and thank you everyone for listening good night bye bye you've been listening to air out my shorts with preston buttons and the word whore
0: Arrow your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com.
1: Air my shorts, my shorts, this is an outtake moment. I had to replace my iphone two days before they released the new one a matter of hours after i went through all this and said something about it on facebook then there was this post basically saying what's going on with everybody bashing apple lately which was weird because it was what i was thinking and the number of people who responded and it, it's like the least helpful response in the history of replies you know i'm having trouble with my iphone and there were three people who said crash it and buy a samsung it's like that's not that helpful and the, and then somebody said it was some sort of i don't understand this status thing of having to own and i this and i that and i'm thinking, holy shit. I, and I had to, I had to sh- close my computer because I was getting really, really angry because I felt like I needed to launch into this long explanation of there's nothing status related for me at all. It's I, I am the person Apple exists for. I'm their original customer. The the fact that the store, which it, for me, it's the equivalent of I'm a carpenter. I'm going into a hardware store to replace my broken hammer. And the place has turned into a, a fucking amusement park. There are people just hanging out in there for no apparent reason and, and strollers and kids. And it's become a playground. It's infuriating. I'm not mad at Apple. It's just there should be a different secret store for people like me who I just I have something broken. I had to stop work and I can't even get into the store to to fix it because there are 500 tourists hanging out and poking at stuff with no intention of buying anything. And then I get on Facebook and there are all these people bashing Apple. It's like it doesn't make any sense. Why is the store full of people all the time if everybody's so anti Apple? It drives me nuts. I I don't know who why these people are in there at all. I just don't get it. For me, it's, it's, it's ah, I don't even have words. It, I got so, so angry. The place was absolutely packed with people just pretending they were shopping or looking at things and just screaming babies and ah, good God, ah, uh, it just, it made me really, 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 ah, confused, confused. I, I'm sure my Apple store is one of the worst because it is on a very heavy tourist street. You know, maybe it's particularly bad for just idle poking, but <laughs> I just don't get it makes
2: me crazy that was an outtake moment